again to get powered up and energized with untapped potential right here on TDN Radio. Yes, so welcome to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. I always look forward to being in your company every Tuesday from 5.30 to 6.30 Eastern Standard Time right here on TDN Radio. And what a power up Tuesday today is. Today is Carnival Tuesday. So for Dominica, uh, the French Islands, Trinidad, it is Carnival, the climax of the Carnival season in the Caribbean region. So if you're from Dominica, you're from the other islands, or if you're just a friend of the Caribbean islands, I hope that you found some way to celebrate um, Carnival 2024. And what a Carnival season it has been so far. First of all, let us be grateful that it has been an incident-free carnival, which means we haven't heard of any um, violence in any of the events, and everyone just seems to be having a festive good old time. So we are grateful for that. We are grateful for an incident-free carnival so far, and we want to say congratulations to all the winners of the the various competitions and contests in Dominica, and we had a Big, big, big um, uh, winning this um, Calypso season. We saw King Dice win his 10th crown. So for the 10th time, uh, Denison Dice Joseph is Calypso King of Dominica. So we are very, very happy for him. It was well-deserved. It was a a well-judged competition, in my opinion. We saw um, historic making moments during that Calypso competition with three women making it to the finals. The very first time in the history of Dominica, uh, three women made it to the finals um, during Calypso. We had Tasha P, we had Shanice, and we had Joy. And even more impressive, we had two of these women um, making it to the top four. So we had both Shanice and Joy make it to the top four. Uh, Trilogy got uh, first runner-up and King Dice was crowned for the 10th time as Calypso King of Dominica. So very exciting, you know. We have all our challenges and all, all our battles that we face in Dominica, but sometimes it is just good to tick 
take a moment to pause and just celebrate life and celebrate all that is beautiful about life, such as our culture, our music, our people, the spirit of the Dominica people is so beautiful. So speaking of which, as always, we start off the program here with gratitude. So yes, we are grateful for our people. We are grateful for our culture and we are grateful for the opportunities that we have to get together because I'm sure none of us forget None of us can forget COVID-19 when we did not have these opportunities to get together. So we are grateful for the time we're able to spend with friends and family and celebrating Dominica. Of course, it's always a challenge getting to Dominica. So we've seen the complaints coming in on Facebook and social media. But again, all in all, it looks like it was a very successful carnival season. So as we continue here along with the program, as I promised, I would bring you the second half of our BPW uh, Business and Professional Women uh, program that I did recently with the Women of the Business and Professional Women's Arm in Dominica. So I want to bring you the second part of this program. And this being Carnival uh, Tuesday, I think we're going to skip on the tip of the week. I'm sure you'll forgive me because I want to enjoy some of the great music that came out of Dominica this season. So again, we will uh, not have a tip of the week today, but instead we will enjoy some of the Calypso music, some of the sounds, the Booyah music, the Calypso music. We're so rich with culture and music in Dominica that today I want to just celebrate our music and our culture. So let us enjoy a couple of songs from Calypso um, Carnival 2024. So a couple of songs for Carnival 2024. And then I will bring you uh, the interview with BPW, the second portion of that interview. And then we will wrap up for the rest of the day.
some see Waste all the country money Fighting opposition and buying loyalty We borrowing from social security, you see We want to cool attention as money Dominican history do you know? Want to learn some fun facts? We have a great and fun way to test your knowledge and learn more about our history. Get your copy of Dominic Anu, Dominica in Puzzle. Fun for the whole family. Available now on Amazon.com. Visit pushpast10.com to learn more. Email us at dominicainpuzzle at gmail.com or call 877-698-9894. Comments from Facebook and engage you for audience. David Lanclos, thank you for being here. Good evening to you. Uh, Jennifer Coffey, good, e- good night. Jackson, Florida, locked in. Welcome, Jennifer. Always great to have you on board. David says love and blessings. Peter Thomas is with us. Owen Prosper, regular. Thank you for being here, Owen. Good evening, patriotic families, especially the host and guests. I am locked in as usual. Thank you, Owen, for always being locked in. Teresa, Susanna, Roll, I'm listening. I'm watching and listening. Thank you, Teresa. Veronica Pascal, great to see you. Good evening, everyone. Julie Polida, Wednesday blessings, everyone. Sacred Empress Lotus Bell, good evening and peace and blessings to all present 
and the listening audience. I am Empress from Empress Holistic Wellness. I love the show. I have been hearing about the program for a while and would definitely want to be a part of the organization. I was on the panel with others after the murder of the two sisters in Dominica on domestic violence. So Sacred Empress, I just gave out the email address if you want to reach out to the organization. Uh, she also says... I will be returning back home shortly and believe I can be a great addition to the program. So you will want to reach out to the organization, um, Sacred Empress. They will be happy to have you on board. Uh, Thai Francis, when a woman is independent, she will never be abused by the husband or boyfriend. Rosalind Severa, good evening to you out there in New York. And Sacred Empress also says, since my returning back to Dominica, I started my business home. I have been wanting to collaborate with some organizations to positively impact the lives of women. I wear many hats and sure they can be of use in Dominica. So thank you, Empress, for your comments and for being on board. Uh, let's see who else we have. Thank you all for being here. Patricia Fontaine is here with us. Good evening to you. The House of Lorraine. Lorraine, great to see you. Always great to have you on board in the program. Joy Believer. A big thank you. Oh, I think that is a scam. So let's go ahead. We need to delete that comment. So we will do so in a little while. Um, Mada Edwin, good evening. First time tuning in. Well, welcome, um, Mona Edwin. I hope you will join us on future programs. Anthea Burton Elwin, great program. I'm glad I tuned in. And we're also glad that you tuned in, um, Anthea. So thank you. Thank you, everyone, for your comments. Thank you for your support and thank you for joining us for this important program. Ladies, uh, we have a phone call coming in. Thank you, Lambi. Good evening, caller. Please go ahead. Hello, good evening. What is the age group? That's ah. a good name. What age group? Is there any age limit? Good question. Very good question. Thank you, caller. Is there an age limit for the organization? Thank you. Really good question. Well, there is no age limit. Um, we have, as you can see, we have our youngest BPW member. You may be seeing her in the in the photo there. So we have children and we have a young BPW. So one thing we did not mention in the BPW Dominica, there's also young BPW. So it's YBPW Dominica, which is the young people from the ages 18 to 35. And then you'll be once you're a part of that and you be you go beyond the 35, then you are integrated into BPW Dominica itself, which is more senior group, but there is no age limit. You could be from baby to hundred. as long as you have something to learn and something to give, something to gain, we are accepting you. And you know, you have to have that character again of somebody who is, you know respectful and you have to be willing to learn and willing to give give forth of self because this is a non-profit organization everything we give is volunteer and we are giving of self so there is no age limit it's just service and once you are willing to serve in whatever capacity you can you'll be considered to be to join our membership 
Yeah, and that kind of brings up a, another interesting question. Are there different criteria? Do you have to be in school? Do you have to be in high school? Are there other criteria that you look for in terms of uh, membership? Yes, in terms of membership, you have to be 18 years um, and older. But like Shara just stated, you at 18, when you become a member, you are part of the young bpw so that is where we groom you we train you whether you want to be a whether you're going into the professional field or you want to foster and start your own business we help to nurture you train you grow you and guide you onto the right path but the minute you turn 35 you're then graduated into bpw which is the 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 the, the adult so to speak or um section of the organization because between 18 and 35 you're considered young bpw excellent um let me see a phone call yes call up please go ahead yes um good evening to you Lambie, and good evening to the entire panel again good it is already I, I really want to commend you on a very very informative program thank I, you you know i have um um, female or women that are, are my siblings, and I'm not too sure if I'm y'all aware of a, a situation a few years ago where a government minister abused a, a woman in Dominica. I'm not too sure if y'all knew about that where she actually lost her, her newborn, mm -hmm. her unborn child. Mm -hmm. To me, I never heard y'all um, spoke about that. Um, maybe I might I might not have been listening when y'all spoke, but did y'all um, ever? Um, spoke about that during that time. I mean, no, I'm not aware of. I'm not aware of that situation. Where a government minister abused a, a, a Kalinago woman, you're not aware of that, Miss. Where, where were you about three years ago? You were not living in Dominica. No. About how many years ago? That happened about three, three to four years ago, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, yeah, uh, lost her on. Unborn child, you know the way I'm not sure, not sure, sir. But go ahead and tell us no. your point. Not sure, no, so I'm, I'm saying why I'm since you say that you're not aware of that, you never heard about that. I mean, my, my point was why why didn't you all your group why didn't you um, um, spoke about that publicly? I mean, that was a, a, an area. Okay. Of well, um, let me just let me just jump in for a minute and say that um, if they were aware of it, I am sure that it's a situation that they would have spoken up on, but um, they were not aware of it. And, you know, that is just um, the situation right now. But we certainly appreciate your contribution to the conversation. And we certainly appreciate that you're saying that um, these are areas that BPW should be involved with and speak up against because it involves violence against women. So you're making a very valid point that this is an area that um, when it becomes aware to them, if situations like that occur in Dominica, they would be more than happy to speak up against that. Am I representing you guys properly, ladies, when I make that statement? Um, yes, you're Sorry, Rhoda, but what yeah. I wanted to really, you know, emphasize to the call as well is that, you know, sometimes you hear things. I must, and I'm, I, I can't recall that situation myself, but, you know, you, there are rumors and there are always things that pop up with the public that make a scandal. 
but there is no concrete evidence. And as a business and professional organization, we cannot be affiliated with with um with hearsay and with with with, with things that have no concrete base or no no proof. So if there is proof okay. and there is a situation where somebody you know it is taken to the the authorities and you know there is an actual case active case, we may voice something because we can prove it. But if it's okay. a hearsay and it's a I have another concern. Yes, mm -hmm. go ahead, please. Okay, so uh, do you all advocate for, for minor kids, though? Absolutely. Okay, so... No, let me, answer the, let me answer the caller this way, and probably that would help to solve some of the things that he probably want to say or have in his mind. And I actually said that to the organization, not end of this year, last year, but at the end of 2022. Two incidents happened at the end of 2022 where a mm -hmm. uh, doctor was actually murdered and that was that made national news. We actually spoke about it and we spoke mm -hmm. about it. About two or three days later, you had the, the, the murder that transpired in Mount Prospect. And this is what I said to the organization and to the members. I said, listen... Violence against women and girls is not something that we should speak about every time it happens. Violence against women and girls should be something that stays on the front burner of our conversation, on the front burner of our, our, our agenda. So when something does happen, it's not because, oh, that happened, we run and talk. And that is something that we see happening. We, a situation come up, everybody wants to be on violence against women. Everybody wants to be on, oh, that happened to this child. And no, what are we doing outside of these um, situations that will propel people not to get into those situations? Hello? So can I just put in my last point before before I, I, I hello? Yes, please go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, so um there was a popular um talk show radio personality that was caught red-handed trying to solicit it a minor. I never heard you all came out and um, um are you all aware of that one too? No? Like I just said, it's not every single situation that we will jump up and speak on. Do we, BPW Dominica, want to be the voice that speaks? No, sir. Um, I'm going to stop you because you're bringing up certain things and you're trying to get information. I am telling you that BPW Dominica does not leap and jump to every single situation but we handle things differently and it's not on every single situation that we have to jump up and call the radio station and do something our goal our focus is we work in the background we work with families there are so many families that we are working with there's people that we have stopped rape victims we have stopped murders from happening do we now come and say where and how and when no so it's not everything that happens that we're going to jump to every beck and call so caller what i think what i think thank you very much for your contribution yeah what i think they're trying to explain to you is that they take a more proactive role so rather than being very reactive 
when every situation pops up so that they need to be in the media, they are already taking a very proactive role, being at the forefront of trying to pre prevent the situations. And it's a matter of their policy if they choose not to speak out on every single situation because they know that they're working in the background to help to remedy the underlying causes of the situation. So I think it's just a matter of the, the organization's policy, whether they choose to speak up on every event or whether they choose to just be proactive in general. So it's not a, a point of content, contention. It's not a point of, of being confrontational in terms of confronting them on, did you address this? Did you address that? But just to say that every organization has a right to their policy in terms of how they will address certain situations. But we want to thank you for your contribution to this conversation this evening. Dr. Okay. Simone, okay. Simon, um, just before we move even beyond that topic, for example, in 2022, the murders took place two weeks after our program right there on Kyrie FM. Mm -hmm. We had a live program on Kyrie um, at the end, during November into in November, we had the 16 days of activism. November into December. And during that program, we sat down and we talked about violence against women, children, mm -hmm. any and it wasn't just young girls. We focused on children. Even men have been abused too. Nah. Exactly. We were right there on Kyrie speaking about the violence. We had a, a, a full hour program. We had members from the acute um, psychology unit, the APU. We had um, licensed psychiatrists on board speaking about, you know, when how it impacts the psyche of young people in particular when they are, when they are faced with abuse. What we as a society can do and what are the signs and the symptoms of a person being abused? We spoke about it, and two weeks later, you know, there was the two murders. I mean, we don't go about publicizing and running to talk about everything because we are, as you said, actively and proactively making our voice heard. We may post something. We may have a little in our little... Um, you know, airing our little posts, we may talk about the different, you know, concerns of society. So you find that when something ugly happens, everybody has an opinion, and in two days, it fades away. They forget it. But we are making sure that when we speak about it, it's not just about one particular incident. We are speaking about abuse and whole. We are speaking about Stop abusing women, children, your spouse, whoever it is. Abuse is abuse regardless where on to who it is being done. So that is what we are, uh, we are advocating for. Stop the abuse, mm -hmm. whether it's verbal, physical, or otherwise. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. Go ahead. You understand? So basically, that is what. So I can understand why he's trying to get us to, you know, where will we in certain situations... But if we're already speaking about it, why say anything when it does happen again? It's, what should we come and say? We told you so? No, we're already speaking. Now you be the judge and listen to you. I think society needs to stop being so reactive 
And they too need to start being proactive in their thinking and in their doing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Rhoda, you, you wanted to contribute anything? No, I'm good. Shara, perfect yes. job. Yes, but but we want to we want to still thank the caller for calling in with his oh, contribution. Oh, definitely. Thank you very know, much. Of course. We know the sting. We know the sting of the situations, and he is right that we need to speak out against the situations. But I just think we have to appreciate that BPW takes a different approach to addressing these concerns. We have another phone call coming in. Yes. Good evening, caller. Please go ahead. Good evening. Sir. Good evening. Good evening. Um, thank you, Dr. for taking my call. Another thing again, some women are being abused, and because they are dependent on their partner, mm -hmm. they say nothing. They take it silently. And when they can't take any more, they leave the person. Some of mm -hmm. them cannot even leave because they are dependent on the man or woman or whoever, and they just can't leave that abuse. Mm -hmm. And it has become like it is like a cancer. It is growing all the time, and they are saying nothing. And some of their own children are being abused too. Mm -hmm. So you say, I don't know. Because it's good for when a woman and a man can work for themselves. Although sometimes you're not able to do it. But some people are just dependent on others. And people take advantage of that. Yes, and definitely people take advantage of that. And some of, some of the times, the women, they are so into it that they, they be, it becomes like, a natural thing for them. So if the man doesn't abuse them, if the man doesn't hit them, or he doesn't love me, because they they probably grew up being abused by their father or mother's boyfriend or family member or neighbor, community person, that they see it as, oh, you have to, you have to abuse me to love me. Some people are like that. Others are so deep into it. It's like, where do I go? And I'm telling you of, I'm not calling names, I'm not calling communities, but I'm telling you of situations that we have dealt with firsthand. Women afraid to come get out because who do I turn to? My mom is dead. My dad is dead. I have two children. All my other family members don't help me. They see me as a nuisance. Who do they go to? Who do they turn to? When they leave that man, is another one they're picking up that will do even worse. Some of them is a cycle in their life. And these are the things that we have to be working with. These are the behind the scenes that we have to talk to. And if persons cannot be confidential to BPW, we are defeating the purpose that we stand for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, yes. And I was also going to mention to the caller, first of all, thank you for calling in with your contribution. And that is why we talk about economic empowerment. Because when you are able to, you know, pay your own bills, put food on your own table, take care of your own children, it puts you in a position of strength. And that is one of the areas that BPW is working with, with our girls and women. And I'm happy that she brought up that point as well, because it talks about uh, the societal influences that are impacting our girls and our women. For example, how are boys socialized to look at girls? What is the, the impact of the music? You know, Carnival is right around the corner and we're hearing the songs and we know many of our young ladies are going to be half naked on the road for Carnival. So, so uh, yeah, I know, right? Not just half, fully, <laughs> fully naked. So
So, so what are your thoughts on the societal influences on our girls and how is BPW trying to navigate the societal influences that may be causing uh, negative implications for our girls? Well, first of all, as you said, you know, as you said, it's it's the, it's that season for us right now. So this this conversation is more important now, and hopefully, we have some young people and mothers on board listening, so that you can carefully instruct your young ladies. I'm coming from a business and professional women standpoint because I'm not even going to go on the whole ethics and you know all of that. I'm coming from a business and professional standpoint, young ladies in particular you know the stereotype with, with the boys women and families with boys they said you can go out go and have fun all night mm -hmm. i mean i grew up with a brother we are literally a year a year and a half apart but when you're growing up my granny would say two of you leave the house together to go to carnival to go and look at the carnival you know because she didn't want to restrict us so much we had rules and we tried our best to follow it. But she said, go to the two, both of us, two teenagers in our, in our mid to late teens, go look at carnival. But to me, the girl, she says, be back before it dark. <laughs> but my brother, who is just a year older, gets to come back later, much, much later. He, he waits until the band is finished and then comes home. And we all know carnival really starts when the dark comes. <laughs> it's when it dark that the carnival really starts. So I found it from since then, and I've been advocating from since then because I was one of those who, who, who fought back and said, that's not right. So if we are both going together, why does he have to get to stay out and I have to come home? And if you're sending the two of us together, why I have to come back by myself? So you're leaving me to walk the, all the distance back to home. Any number of things could happen to me yep. anyway. So, I mean, it's just the whole, you know, how our parents raised us. But coming from a business standpoint now, a professional standpoint, I mean, the costume these, these days are, as you, mm -hmm. I was just, you, you were saying half naked, but I say it's naked. Because it leaves absolutely nothing to imagination. It's Feathers and strings. That's all it is. Feathers and strings. And I mean, the, the smaller the material, the more it costs. But I'm saying, when you carry yourself like that in public, you open up yourself to, to being ridiculed. You open up yourself to, to men touching you in places and, and, and in ways that you may not really necessarily appreciate. It gives your co-workers, if you're already employed, a different light of you. I mean, imagine you are the, 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 the supervisor or the manager at your job. And you, are, you try to instill professionalism, order, respect. And then for two days, your subordinates are seeing you in this next to nothing. And I'm not giving. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But... It also t opens up that when you return to work Ash Wednesday or or the Thursday, whatever it is your, for your policy for your workplace, 
it opens up you now to to being judged and to put you in a position where especially male counterparts believe it's okay to approach you in certain ways because they have now seen more of you than you probably even wanted to be seen or you probably you know that was probably necessary and then you to add on top of the very mini minimal clothing you have you add things like alcohol yep you add the 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 music that is prompting the behavior that is stimulating the behavior and i mean we are in a society that you know with well, how how we call ourselves the co 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 capital dominica is like everything forces a co so i mean if that is your thing it's fine but remember that when you put yourself out there in that manner you are opening up yourself to other negative and i mean really harmful feedback and harmful situations because imagine you're walking home after the carnival in that next to nothing my god some pedophile or some crazy guy or some person who has been you know i say some you know stalker maybe somebody who have been watching you for some time and not know how, how to approach you because you're always carrying yourself so professional or you're also always so put yeah. together or serious and then for two days yeah. he sees you walking down and he said wow that's my opportunity that's an opportunity to get yeah. raped that's an opportunity to to, yeah. to get abuse of some kind and I mean, even in the jam, you, you're in the carnival and somebody who is not your type or not unwantedly come and just rub up on you. And you know that's all, that's what happens. They, they just come and put their service. They see you dancing by yourself, minding your own business, but they figure it's okay to come and rub up on you. That's, that's a form of invasion of your privacy, your space. It's an abuse. Yeah. I, I'm, so, like, just give, us, give me one second. Lambi, do we have a phone call? Yes, we do. Yes, uh, hold your thoughts, Shara. Okay, good evening, go caller. Please go ahead. Good evening, good evening, Dominica. Good evening, Simo. Good evening. Good evening. How woman dressing carnival really don't trouble me as a can as a man? Because if you can't see a woman in carnival, you're not able to see her on a beach in a bikini. <laughs> we just have to learn to people mm -hmm. how they are and accept them for who they are. Mm -hmm. They revel in, you respect them. You yes. know what I mean? Because you can't see them like that. They cannot be on a beach with you. Mm -hmm. so based on your mentality, how you think. I'm no problem in our woman, unless if you go to the extreme. But if you're just in a normal swimwear, normal, you know what I mean? We know the body parts. We have a teacher they call Miss Grell. Maybe that's what she taught us. Why do people get so excited when they see a body, you know what I mean? So we, we, we just have to respect this carnival and respect them children. Know what we're telling them, distance away. Let your eyes boil up, but don't touch what you didn't put. You understand? That's yes, exactly. In their space. Another thing we have to do again, we must advocate for higher pay for women. Mm -hmm. Women, when a woman working for $7, $6 per hour, calculate that. 
What kind of woman you think that woman can become? What mm. kind of man do you think that young man can become? This all has to do something with legislature. I I glad what you are doing for women, but when you tell me women suffering without sanitary pads, I wish it comes to try you giving women to open business and not to spend on sanitary pads. But that's what poverty brings on us. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much um, for your contribution. And I think um, I'm happy you raised the point about um, Carnival. It's great that we're including Carnival in the discussion because it's right around the corner. But we also have to talk about the influence of social media because what a lot of our young women don't realize is now, for example, when you apply for a job, Mm -hmm. Your potential employer is looking at your social media to see if you have the character. And I'm not making this up. It's not about bashing people who feel confident about their body and they want to show off their body. But the reality is that employers are now looking at social media for both men and women to see your character. Who are you? You know, when you come to the interview, you may present in one way, but who who are you truly? And they're using the social media. So we have to be so careful because not only are we willing to dress in the skimpy outfits for carnival, but you know, we got to take the selfies. And where does the selfie end up on Facebook? So I'm, I'm saying all of this to say, is there a role for BPW in terms of educating our young women and the potential um, disadvantage, the, the potential implications of social media and what you're posting online. And then we must get to saluting women and honoring for dying that the time is against us this evening. Absolutely. Um, we're, we're not, we're not bashing, bashing the whole carnival or what even they wear. But mm -hmm. it is, it is as, it, as the gentleman said, you wear a bathing suit on the beach? Nobody has a problem. So when you wear it in the street, it shouldn't really be a problem. But the problem is how you carry yourself in that outfit. The behavior that is also comes along with the outfit that becomes a problem. So, you know, BPW is trying to let you know that, hey, you, you feel free to do as you choose. But remember that every action, there will be a reaction. There are implications for your behavior. And... As you correctly said, Dr. Simone, is that social media is playing a very, very important role in your career. Mm -hmm. And even just today, there was an ad, you know, but it's for the U.S. though. But there was an ad talking about your, your social media rating. Mm -hmm. So employers are looking at what is your social media rating. And then if you're a D, that's a, a thumbs down. But if you are like an A, a B, then you are a potentially good employee. And I, I mean, we're not seeing it as, and we, it, it, people may think that we are trying to infringe on people's rights. No, we are just trying to educate you that while you may want to live your life now and enjoy yourself, be mindful that tomorrow it may affect you. For the young people who are planning to go on to study, and you're applying for the scholarships. Those prestigious universities are there looking at your social media. Mm -hmm. 
they are looking to see if you match the person that you put in the application on that letter of character that you went to get from your school and different professionals they are looking to see let me see if what she says on her character or what they said about her is true what kind of person so what does your so so my question is what does your social media say about you if you are confident that any employer can be happy will be happy to employ you tomorrow based on your social media then you're fine but if you know that there are questionable things out there then you need to stop and evaluate it and as best as you can get rid of it and we all know that once something goes onto the internet chances are you may never be able to but in as much as you can clean up something they will focus on your instagram your twitter your facebook these are the things whatever you can control ensure that it is respectable that mm -hmm. an employer because even if an employer male employees are, are, are very dangerous too as you know there are sometimes you the boss hires you just because he saw you in that bikini on, on carnival monday because that's mm -hmm. a potential person that he may be affecting you know he may get to disrespect in the office let's just put it that way yeah, but Rhoda, do you think you guys have a role to play in terms of educating um, women and girls uh, with regards to the implication for social media? Uh, definitely, we do have a role to play. Um, education, you're never, you're never too old to learn. And at every opportunity you get, you ought to empower women. And the educational aspect is empowering one woman to another woman. So when it comes to social media, yes, our role is to talk to um, the upcoming generation about the social media platforms. How do you use it? We can preach and preach and preach as much as we want. But if the individual <clears throat> that is receiving the education, that is receiving the advice, that is receiving the warnings, doesn't see any need in it, at the end of the day, what we can say is that we've done our part. Mm -hmm. We told you right from wrong. We gave you good from bad. We actually showed you a, a better path of life. It's your choice. Because we can bring a, a horse to the water. We cannot force it to drink. So we can do as much as we want in raising awareness, public awareness, education. And that is one of the things that Shara mentioned, that we, we want to do mentorship in the schools. We want to work with the Ministry of Education and do a business section in the school with the business students where all of these topics will be will be um, brought across to them. So then we have a sect of society that is being groomed in a particular area. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, do we have a call, Lambi? Thank you. Good evening, caller. Please go ahead. Good evening, Lambi. Good evening to those in studio with you. Very interesting topic. Thank I you. I personally don't think that is a responsibility of the organization alone. It is also the responsibility of the family, the parents, to discipline, to talk to their children. Before um, parents were not telling their children, especially their girls' children, what to expect in life, and they, they, they kept things on them and they kept it. Today, we have to explain to our children. I have one daughter, and I explain to her every day, and I say to her, you, your body is going to change 
I tell her where she will see year growing. I tell her her breast will. I tell her those things because when you keep those things away from your children, you are setting a dangerous path and a trap for your children. Sit down, tell your children as they grow older, their body will change, and particularly young ladies, if they go down that road, what will happen to them? Fire will burn them. You have to educate them. Yes, I commend you. <laughs> organization for that role, but parents, you have to also play your role as well. And sometimes we have parents, we talk to our girls' children, and because we have boys' children, we don't speak to them because we just figure out it's men. But we also have to speak to our men because we want them to be responsible husbands, responsible fathers, responsible boyfriends. We want them to. And parents have to be of good character. You have to have what it takes. You cannot be a mother and you have a pum pum shot some cannibal be all your backside or thing and you're rolling and doing things and tomorrow you just like Haley Mary. No. You have to set examples for your children. You have to be role models for your children. And what you do, that is what your children will do. Our parents have instilled values and principles in us and that is what we have to be. Because what we want to leave behind is a good legacy. You know, but some people feel that going to carnival, you want to go and enjoy yourself, yes. But you don't have to go showing off your body. If you're into the beach and you wear your, your, your bikini or your basso, that's something different. Monday and Tuesday carnival, you have to expose your body, take your belly, and that is so unacceptable, particularly when you have children. And you are quite right. Some people hire people because they saw you Monday and Tuesday, they see how your body was looking, and they figure, hey, that is one we can probably have in our, in our camp. So they are, you apply for the job and you are successful and then you figure out the man disrespect you. The man didn't disrespect you. disrespect yourself by showing up your body in public. You're showing your asset in public, in, in public first and, and places. One can enjoy his or herself, but you have to do it with a, in a responsible way and in a dignifying way so that your children can Im imitate you tomorrow. Thank you so very much. Take care of one. God bless Yes, thank you. Thank you, Carla, for your wonderful contribution. And you're absolutely correct. Yes, it is important, the role of um, organizations, just as, such as BPW, but also the role of the family. What are the standards we are setting in our household? Because my mom always used to say, you know, um, I will do what I see you do, not what you tell me to do. So we can talk to our girls from now until thy kingdom come, but if we are representing ourselves in the opposite of what we are telling our young ladies, our young men, they will follow our lead in terms of our action. But the time is, is speeding up on us right now, so we want to make sure we talk about the salute to women and especially how you are honoring for diner with, um, I believe you're naming some honors after her. So tell us more about Salute to Women. Okay, Salute to Women. Too many times we have seen persons go six feet with their knowledge. Too many times we it's only after somebody passes on you hear all the accolades they get all their flowers a lot of people most people majority of people probably everybody don't like tooting their own horns bpw as a woman organization recognize the contribution 
of so many women in and out of Dominica that goes unnoticed. And that is one of the reasons why we decided to come on board, start, and to begin to salute women, begin to give them their flowers whilst they're alive, begin to, begin to give them their roses. And we give, we give 30 awards, and I'll tell you the breakdown of the 30 awards. We give 20 local women because we're in Dominica. But then we look for five women that are Dominicans who have migrated to the Caribbean and is still contributing positively where they are. We give five Dominicans who have migrated, probably went to study and decided they're going to stay where they are and make a better contribution for themselves, for their families, but it's doing excellently well. So we give five awards on an international level. So we award 20 women. I am on the... You're muted. You're muted, Rhoda. Rhoda, you're muted. We can't hear you, Rhoda. Okay, Shara, maybe you can jump in. Yes. Just a little while while she comes back online. Yes. So um, what she was saying is that we honored 30 women in total, 20 locals, five on the regional and five on the international. And we look at women in all gender, every form of walk of a type of career. Once you are making a positive impact and contribution to your society, you can be, you know, honored and saluted at one, at some point. We, the criteria basically is that you just have to be Dominican. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really say that you have to be in Dominica, obviously, that's as we stated, but you have to be of Dominican heritage. You have to be born Dominican and probably, you know, started off your life here, then migrated and then continue making an impact. So like yourself dr simone thank you on the international scene you are being one of the 20 you are one of our 2024 um salutes and you are making an impact you are contributing in your community and you are still contributing to us here in dominica via this medium of q95 on your on your program so i mean when we see persons like this like yourself we have to stop and say, you know, she could have just gone out there and make her money and make her build a house and do and, and mind her own business. She didn't have to go and help her community. She don't, she didn't have to look back on Dominica. But you didn't. So we are saying thank you. We are saying we notice you. We are saying you are making a difference. And I mean, coming back to Ferdinand. It was. It is such an honor that we were able to tell her that she felt it. She saw it. She she felt the love, and it was amazing that her 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 post from December were the photos from the BPW um, awards in 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 August last year, it's because she felt the appreciation, and I mean that is what we want to make sure that women are seeing and feeling. We have women that are doing. And one other thing. One of the things I would want to add, um, Shara, is that um, 
a lot of people would speak, but we want to talk positive. And I have a, I will not share it, and I will not put it out. But I have a positive voice note from Ferdina, where mm. we were talking on the phone um, about everything, and then she sends me a voice note a few days later, and she said, "Rhodes, do you know why I keep?" sharing and sharing and sharing and posting this 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 event and this initiative because i see the value in it i see the need for recognizing women i see the need for honoring women i felt special because throughout my life and everything i have done nobody saw me so special to even give me all of those accolades and to honor me and that is why publicly i gave my honor to my dad mm. so i'm going to share as much as i can until the next event every month i will be posting because i want people to see and to respect and to honor and to support this initiative so every month i will be posting and in december every month she was posting and in december she actually posted herself on the 360 just enjoying the event and and and, and the honor um but saluting women not just for diner but everybody else that we've saluted they you have come back to untapped potential with dr simone if you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on BuyDominicaOnline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on BuyDominicaOnline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to BuyDominicaOnline.com and enjoy home away from home. second portion of the BPW interview that we did um, a couple of weeks ago on just the importance of empowering women. We certainly missed Fadina Frampton this carnival season. She would have been the host of the Carnival Queen show. Uh, uh, JL Joseph stepped in and did a fantastic job, but we miss Fadina Frampton. So we have to find ways to celebrate and empower our women in Dominica so that we can foster an environment where we can create more for Diana Framptons of the world. So I hope you enjoyed the interview. I hope you found value. Uh, tomorrow we have another episode of Roots Connections. We'll have another powerful program for you. So you want to log in to Q95 FM radio on Facebook, YouTube, and the radio station Q95DA.com so you can be part of that conversation as well. So here we are at the end of the program. I always look forward to being in your company. Uh, don't forget if you are interested in seeing the winning moment of King Dice, it is on my Facebook page right now at Push Past 10 Media. So again, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-D Media, M-E-D-I-A. So you can check it out right there. Don't forget to check out pushpast10.com to keep on top of everything 
everything that we're doing to promote and advance Dominica. So again, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0.com. And you know, I'm always grateful when you reach out to me. So if you would like to contact me to be a part of this movement to move Dominica and the Caribbean region forward, you can always reach me at pushpast10 at gmail.com. So again, always a pleasure to be here with you for another untapped uh, another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. And again, just speaking of gratitude, you know, I continue to be grateful for all the social media outlets and everyone who is so committed to bringing us the action in Dominica. I don't think we missed any part of the carnival season, thanks to all the live streaming uh, videos that were out on social media. So whether it was the opening of carnival in the different villages all the competitions that went down, the street parades, the jump up, the fete, uh, people randomly singing. Yeah, we saw Dr. Thompson Fountain taking his foot in Grand Four, uh, just having a good old time in Dominica. So we are grateful for all the media platforms that and, and the technology that enables us to be able to uh, tap in and log in to Dominica, no matter where in the world we are. So again, thank you for being here. Uh, it has been a pleasure being with you. I look forward to being in your company and uh, next week from 5.30 Eastern Standard Time, next Tuesday, 5.30 Eastern Standard Time. And if you're Catholic, don't forget tomorrow is Ash Wednesday. Yes, I will be going to Mass uh, tomorrow, Ash Wednesday, uh, as we begin the season of Lent and we continue to pray and be grateful for all that we have been blessed with in this life. So again, thank you for being here. I will see you next week as we journey along um, here on Untapped Potential. So in the meantime, don't forget your life story is your strength. The challenges you faced in the past have prepared you for the challenges that you face today. So remember to tap into your potential. Remember to stay strong, stay positive, stay engaged, and stay active until we meet again right back here next week. At the same time, you have yourself a productive week. Take care.